I always told myself that I could move back home at any time. This really helped me get over my fear of wanting to move abroad because I said, you know what? Nobody is keeping me here hostage. I can pack my bags and be on a flight home within a couple days if I wanted to. You can do the same. Hey, my name is Jordan Giberson. I'm a Texas girl living and thriving in London. The best thing I've ever done, moving abroad hands down. And I'm passionate about helping others do the same. Are you curious about finding a job abroad? You're in the right place, friend. I'll teach you the tried and true secrets of how to make moving abroad a reality for you and how to live a fulfilling life once you get there. We'll cover topics like choosing the best visa for you, how to get a job offer in another country, how to get over your fear of moving abroad, and how to live a life you love once you get there. This is the Move Abroad Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Abroad Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. So today we're going to be talking about what if you move abroad and you don't like it? I get this question fairly often and wanted to address that today. So I wanted to say, first of all, that moving abroad is obviously a very thrilling journey filled with the promise of new horizons and personal growth. Yet it's entirely normal to have concerns about this significant change and the possibility of not liking your new environment. I don't blame you at all. So today we're going to explore the common fear of not enjoying life abroad and how to navigate the challenges that might arise. But remember, embracing change and seeking a new path is a sign of courage, not failure, first and foremost. So the first thing I want to discuss is it is okay to want more. You might have heard the phrase, the grass is always greener on the other side. And while it is essential to be grateful for what you have, it's equally valid to want more or want something different in your life. You can show gratitude for your current situation while still working towards the things that you really want in life. Life is about balance and it's entirely acceptable to desire a change and growth in your life. Please do not let anybody ever guilt you into saying, the grass is always greener. Why aren't you thankful for what you have? You can be grateful for what you have, but still want something more or want something different in your life. And that is okay. The second thing I wanted to say is, what if you don't like it? I mean, if I'm being honest, life is full of unexpected surprises. When you have a desire or a goal that you have in your mind, you might envision what it might look like once you achieve that thing. But sometimes the reality It can be less than your expectations, but sometimes it can exceed your expectations. Your move abroad might be the best thing you've ever done for yourself. This is a reminder that you won't know until you try. Your brain is trained to keep you safe, but if you never go after the things that you really want, the things that are challenging and scary, then you won't ever feel completely fulfilled in your life. Sorry to hit you with that. Truth bomb, with many things in life, you can think about what something could be like all you want, but you're not actually going to know until you try. And I honestly think you can settle into wherever you end up. You can find people who are also looking for friends. You can probably find others who have also moved abroad and who are also really far from family. Or even if they haven't moved abroad or aren't away from family experiencing the same things you are, I bet you can still find people that you can connect with. And that's really what it's all about. You need to find people you can connect with because whenever you connect with people in your local area and your new city abroad, then you feel a sense of belonging and you can settle in a lot better. As an example, whenever I first moved to the UK, I actually moved to Brighton, England first, which is a smaller town about an hour south of London. It's on the coast. And I ended up moving in with a group of five other people 
one bathroom. <laughs> there were six of us total, one bathroom. And yeah, I was only there for three months, but it ended up being an amazing three months. And it was the oddest group of people. They were all British. And one guy was in his probably 60s, early 60s. And his girlfriend who had just moved in at the same time I moved in, she was probably in her 50s. And the, the man who owned the home, it was, he had a daughter who was 17 years old. And then there was another woman who had a, a job and she was just moved in temporarily and she was about 40, I think. And then there was another guy who was also about 40 who was a painter. And they were all so much older than me or there was one girl who's younger than me and we were all so, so different. And they were all British and we all lived together, but we had the most amazing time because I made connections with them. Even though they were so different from me, they weren't experiencing the same things as me. Like I had moved abroad and I was, you know, this new environment, but we still got along so well. We used to go to pub quiz nights, which is like trivia nights at pubs every Tuesday. And I was always so horrible. They would always ask me like the American based questions like, like tell me about these states or like what is the capital of the state or whatever and I'd be like I don't, I don't know don't look at me anyways we used to get on so well we used to go to these pub quizzes we used to make dinner together almost every night like it was all the time and we really enjoy each other's company and we went out to go to concerts together and it was the most odd group of people from my my point of view just them not being in the same place as me and being different ages and they're all from the UK but we got on so well and I think I was able to settle in to where I was at because I made connections with people, even though they were really different from me. So all that to say, I do think that you can find your people that you connect with. You just have to be intentional, go out and look for them. And even if they aren't exactly the same as you in this exact same place as you, it's all about connecting with people so that you can settle into wherever you're going. Okay, moving on. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is the what if game. There are times when you ponder the possibility and what ifs. What if you don't like it? What if it's not like how you imagined it would be? While it's natural to have these thoughts, the only true way to find out is to take the leap. It's your unique journey and you'll learn and grow from it regardless of the outcome. But if you always just say, what if, you'll always just be saying, what if? You will never know if you could really love it until you actually do it. And I honestly think the odds of you really hating it are very slim. I think the only way you will hate it is if you don't meet other people you can connect with. And again, this could be anybody. It can be just someone like um, a restaurant owner that you go to every morning to have your tea or your coffee or your breakfast, whatever. You can find connections all over the place. And if you don't find people you can connect with, it's not because there aren't people to connect with. It's because you haven't really put yourself out there. And as long as you're putting an effort to meet people and engage with people, you'll find people to connect with and you'll feel a sense of belonging living there, which is really the key to feeling fulfillment once you're living there. I know I'm continuously saying that, but it is so true. So the next thing I will say is how to navigate the challenges once you arrive. If you find yourself in a foreign land and you're not enjoying your new life, it is essential to have a plan to navigate these challenges. So here are five different ways to navigate dealing with the challenge of moving abroad. Number one, give it time. Adapting to a new country, it takes time. Culture shock and homesickness are common initially, but these feelings often subside as you become more familiar with your surroundings. 
Patience is key. Just like a new apartment or a new pair of shoes, you will settle in. You just gotta give it a bit of time. The second thing I wanted to talk about is seeking support. Connect with local and expat communities to gain valuable insights on life there and to build companionship. Community can provide a support system to help you through the transition, but they can also provide friendship, which is essential to settling into your new home. The third thing is to evaluate your concerns and consider making changes. If you have been living abroad for a few weeks but are still feeling unhappy, try to identify the root of your unhappiness. Is it your job? Is it your location? Is it the culture or is it something else? Understanding the source is critical for making informed decisions. It's okay to feel your feels, but try to think logically about what's working and what's not. And don't be afraid to do something different. You can't keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. They say that is the definition of insanity. If specific factors are causing your unhappiness, contemplate making adjustments. This might involve changing your job, changing your living situation, or changing your lifestyle to better suit your preferences. The fourth thing I wanted to mention is to set realistic expectations. No place is perfect, and every location is going to have its pros and cons. Accept the imperfections and focus on the positives in your new environment and accept that it won't always feel like vacation. And thank goodness, that would be so exhausting. I remember my mom used to say, why don't you just go visit London on your two weeks of vacation a year? And I'd say, no, I want to live there. I don't want to just be a tourist. I want to be a local. And you know what? I go on walks along the Thames River after work in London, and I go to pubs to watch rugby on the weekends with friends, and I go to the British Museum to look at the mummies and the Rosetta Stone whenever I want to, and I love that that can be my normal life. I am still working, I still have to go to the grocery store, I still have to do my laundry, you still have to do all the normal life stuff, but I love that I get to live in and amongst the beauty that is London and living abroad. I would not be doing all these things if I lived in the US. Love the US, but very, very different. And the fifth thing that I wanted to mention is to have an exit plan. If after trying various approaches, you still find that living abroad isn't for you, it is perfectly okay to consider moving back home. Having an exit plan can provide peace of mind. I always told myself that I can move back home at any time. This really helped me get over my fear of wanting to move abroad because I said, you know what? Nobody is keeping me here hostage. I can pack my bags and be on a flight home within a couple days if I wanted to. You can do the same. And the last thing I wanted to say is just to embrace the journey. Moving abroad is a significant life change. I'm not gonna lie. And it's okay to have your doubts. The fear of not liking your new life abroad is totally normal, but don't let it deter you from embracing the change and going for it. Whether you choose to stay abroad or you return home after a period of time, your decision is a testament to your courage and your resilience. And I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised of what you're capable, honestly. You know those times when you have a desire or goal in your mind and then whenever you achieve it, it's just not as good as what you thought it would be? London was not like that for me. Whenever I finally moved here, it was actually so much better than I ever thought that it could be. And I think that it could be the same for you if you just allow yourself to have the courage and to try and to go for it. If you've been looking for a sign to move abroad, this is it. If you've been having that desire, don't ignore it. 
don't ignore it. It would make me so sad. That is why I'm doing the podcast. That's why I constantly love talking about it because I needed people in my life to encourage me and it was really hard to find that. And so I wanna be that person for you. And I do have something that is a free gift if you're interested. It is called the five exact steps to move abroad. It is a free guide that basically just outlines exactly how you can move abroad just so you can have a clear vision in mind of what that could look like for you and the steps that you could take. So if you're interested, you can go to, you can do two, two things, I'll let you decide. One is you could go on my Instagram, I'm at jordan.giberson and send me the DM guide, like just the word guide, and I will send you that free guide. And the other option, you can find the guide on my website. If you go to jordangiberson.com slash guide, then you can go grab that free guide. So I think that is it for me for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Move Abroad podcast. I will see you here again next week, same time, same place. I'll catch you then.